0: Joy is engaging with the Fourth Estate. Corey Lewandowski, Trump's former campaign manager, echoed Conway's assessment, saying, This is what has made him a success in everything he's done for the last 40 years. Trump made news on North Korea's nuclear crisis things will happen to them like they never thought possible, on his frustrations with Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell Mitch, get to work, on the FBI's pre dawn raid of his former campaign chairman's home pretty tough stuff on the opioid crisis it's a national emergency and on banning transgender people from the armed forces i'm doing the military a great favor trump also said he was thankful to russian president vladimir putin for expelling hundreds of u.s diplomats from his country was still weighing a decision about troop levels in afghanistan has confidence in a pair of embattled senior aides, National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster and Attorney General Jeff Sessions, is working to modernize the U.S. nuclear arsenal, and is hunting down leakers who share sensitive information with journalists. Trump's impromptu answers could cause headaches for his administration in the days to come. His comments on North Korea, for instance, are unlikely to calm jitters around the world over the escalating nuclear brinksmanship between Trump and North Korea's erratic leader, Kim Jong-un. O'Brien said Trump was in his element, but added, I don't think it's a good thing. Donald Trump in his element is someone who's living in his own private Idaho inside his own head. He's constantly scripting how he sees the world and his role in it. Thursday's episode reminded some in Trump's orbit of his thrill ride of a news conference at the end of the Republican National Convention last summer in Cleveland. Trump's aides had succeeded in keeping him buttoned up and on message through the week-long convention, and his final stop in Cleveland was supposed to be a quick thank-you event to honor his local supporters the morning after he gave his formal address accepting the GOP nomination. Instead, Trump effectively free-wheeled, reviving feuds with former rivals Ted Cruz and John Kasich, and even defended the journalistic credibility of the National Enquirer after it published an unsubstantiated charge about Cruz's father. Trump lives to be in the arena himself, said Sam Nunberg, a former Trump advisor. He realizes that the best way for him to control his message is to be the message, Nunberg said. Gaming Out the North Korea Crisis, How the Conflict Might Escalate, by Mark Fisher and David Nakamura in the Washington Post Politics section. I'm Jenny Hoops. A military confrontation with North Korea may now be inevitable, says Senator Lindsey O. Graham, Republican South Carolina. The United States is done talking about North Korea, tweets UN Ambassador Nikki Haley, President Trump threatens fire and fury like the world has never seen, then says maybe his language wasn't tough enough. The North Koreans return verbal fire, talking of using absolute force to hit the U.S. territory of Guam and even turn the U.S. mainland into the theater of a nuclear war. In this moment of heated, belligerent rhetoric— Planners in and out of government are diving into decades of plans and projections, playing out war games, engaging in the macabre semi-science of estimating death tolls, and predicting how an adversary might behave. Inside Washington's what-if industry, people at think tanks, universities, consultancies, and defense businesses have spent four decades playing out scenarios that the Trump administration now faces anew. The pathways that have been examined fall into four main categories—doing nothing, hitting Kim Jong-un's regime with tougher sanctions, pushing for talks, and military confrontation. An armed conflict could take place in disparate spots thousands of miles apart, involving any number of nations and a wide variety of weapons, conventional or nuclear. In hundreds of books, policy papers, and roundtable discussions, experts have couched various shades of Armageddon in the dry, emotion-stripped language of throw weights and missile ranges. But the nightmare scenarios are simple enough. In the launch from Korea, a nuclear-tipped missile could reach San Francisco in half an hour. A nuclear attack on Seoul, South Korea's capital of 10 million people, could start and finish in three minutes. Talking tough about war doesn't necessarily lead to it. Inflammatory language can work both ways, sometimes lighting the fuse of battle, sometimes bringing the parties to an easing of tensions.